Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Dana White started a little fighting league. It turned out great. Uh, he smacked his wife. Except for when he smacked his wife. That's a different Mexico. fighting league. Yeah. But That's a very I got to be honest, I've never been pissed league. off enough in Cabo to hit anybody. Certainly not a woman. But he, no. maybe he's partying a little different than we are. She did hit him first, which is you no excuse for that. And in front of you, their you, friends. You still can't hit her. I don't you care if she smashed a bottle over his yes, head. He can't, can't hit her. I agree no, no 100%. Way. No way. I'm just saying there's no excuse for her hitting him either. And Correct. The only thing I got to say, and I look, I will give them this. I told them this. I, t- I said this yesterday. It was PR perfection because they both got out in front of it. They both made their yeah, statements. They correct. both said it was an isolated first-time incident, which nobody believes. And it was too natural. It was too much of an instant reaction from him to smack mm-hmm. her back. I was like, yeah, I don't believe it. Yeah. yeah. But they obviously love each other. They're, and they stayed they on mar- vacation. They have been married for 30 years. Who stays on vacation? My wife would be on the next plane out of there. Get out of here. You don't have a wife. I know, but if I did. <laughs> Wow, My Christian! Well, he Christian that. with the like lightning comeback. You're not married. I think that was me. That was Coach. That oh, was me. Coach! Sorry, well, I hear him say it all the time. It's and true. I just thought, but I I'm f- saying my ex-wife forgot. would have been on the next plane out of there. She wouldn't have stuck around for that. Well, she, they and were, she's like, wait, we got three more. Va- they were on vacation with a large group of friends, and they both said there was a mass amount of alcohol involved. But here's my question: Yeah, was there somebody? For, well, somebody obviously videotaped that yeah. and sold it for, for some serious coin to right. TMZ. You're in a club and Dana White's there through a glass that everybody can see him in. Yeah. And then things go awry. Yeah, you're probably going to get caught here's on the they here's were up a, in a here's VIP a que- area. Here's a question for both of y'all. Let's let, me, say- let me welcome Michael in. He's just waiting. Oh, Michael, you can yeah, chime in on any of this if you want to. Uh, I think you probably share my thoughts. If you smacked your wife while you're in Cabo on vacation, she's probably not sticking around for the rest of the vacay. What do you think? I don't think I'm getting out of Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want to ask. I want to ask. I'm gonna wake up dead. I want to ask one question. Let's say you're one of Dana White's friends. Yep. And you're in the same economic status as we are. You're not incredibly wealthy because most of his prom- friends Speak probably for are. yourself, homie. But yeah. But but let's say you're just a normal person. Okay. But you happen to be a friend and you're there, and you are video party, and all of a sudden he slaps his wife, and you've got it on video, and somebody offers you ten million dollars for the video. Do you take it? No, no way. No you way. You will wind up either. in the Nevada desert. Well, I don't out of loyalty, not because I'm worried about going to Nevada. Michael? Who are you friends with? Are you friends with her or are you friends with him? Him. You're friends with him? Yeah. You got to get him to pay you to not. No, go. you're okay, his friend. So- loyalty. Even if I'm friends with her, I don't. It's loyalty. I'm with Michael. I'm okay, like, look, so I get $10 million from TMZ. You want to throw me hundred grand? Okay, wait a second, Michael. You're friends with her. I'm, if I'm friends with her, I'm selling it because I got to get her out of there. Michael's worried about her now. Michael's a gentleman. Michael's a good person. <laughs> he was a gentleman. He was going to sell it while ago on his friend, even if he was. I mean, he was going to give his friend first crack at paying him off. Right. Okay, Maybe he didn't fun, know right. his friend was a woman beater. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a Michael. I'm a Michael exactly. fan, and I'm not. And I'm. And I'm wavering now. Well, you don't have to. You can disagree on this topic and still love Michael. I know. I do. I, do. I disagree I with do. you I'm on things Michael all the time. Fan. I still like you a lot. I don't agree with you any time, and I like you a lot. I appreciate Just that. Just kidding. I agree with you more times than I should. Michael, happy New Year, buddy. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Happy New Year. I hope you guys got your peas and greens and cornbread in so we can have a good 2023. Yes, absolutely. That is uh that's a staple. This is a southern show. You know how we do it over here. So, yes, um championship game, not what I was anticipating. I don't know if you were riding the favorites or if you were giving TCU a good shot to get there, and obviously Georgia almost didn't get there either, but it was as entertaining as you could ask for in the semis for sure. Yeah, they were super entertaining. I think the big thing, I gave TCU a shot because TCU all year gave themselves a shot. They were a team that always showed up. They always made plays. They always found a way to get things done. And 
and the Michigan game was no different. I love the way that they hopped on Michigan early and would love to get coaches' thoughts. Like, the game plan for me from TCU I thought was beautiful. It wasn't just like, hey, we're just going to we're gonna bomb them out. It was, it was our best running back goes down. We got a backup guy that comes in, and guess what? He makes a ton of plays. Our quarterback doesn't play particularly well. We do get these two pick sixes. One of them was because of a terrible play call from Michigan where you don't have a guy throw from the near hash to the far sideline. That's a recipe for disaster. And then the other part is – the other one was an absolute mistake. And so – and that's on them. That's on Michigan. And Michigan, I thought, didn't run J.J. McCarthy nearly as much as they probably should have. And we just saw a TCU team, they understood the assignment, and they went out and they got the job done. And you're right. I mean, the, the play, and, and you saw what nobody sees. The play call to the far hash, you just, yeah. unless you're winning by a bunch or losing by a bunch, or maybe if the guy's playing 50 yards off of you, you just don't allow that to happen because that is asking for trouble. I mean, it just is asking for trouble. So that was a really bad deal. What I thought was cool, and tell me what y'all think about this. The last drive that TCU had the ball needed to preserve the win. They started the drive off with a pass. I loved it. I loved it. That yeah. is, that's the old yeah. not. They're not playing Play not to the lose. Game. They're yeah. playing to win the game. Mm-hmm. And if nothing else, it showed confidence. Now, if it doesn't work or something bad happens, everybody's like criticizing him and all that kind of stuff. And he still made that decision because we're here to win this game. That's what gives them a chance against Georgia. Bingo. Yeah, they came out, and the big thing for me with them was aim small, miss small, and they picked their spot. And more importantly, Michigan picked the spot for TCU. And by that, I mean, when Michigan didn't gap out, TCU was like, oh, guess what? We're going to have a gashing run for 12 yards. When Michigan didn't cover the shallow cross, or when Michigan couldn't figure out how to cover the shallow cross, TCU was like, we're going to just dump this one right here. And guess what? He's going to pick up, you know, 13 yards. 13 yards is a lot. 13 yards is a big play. That's a first down. And they just kept getting first down after first down after first down. And I think... Obviously, that leads. I mean, they scored 51 points against the Michigan team, and I know they had two pick sixes. So we'll take let's take 14 off the board. 14 off the board is still what? Is that 37 points? 37 points is still above. Is that 20 points above what Michigan averaged over the course of the season? Because Michigan was supposed to have the best defense in the country. They're supposed to also have the best offensive line in the country. And the offensive line that they had gave up 13 tackles for loss. And then you look at Michigan, they gave up 16 points per game. So, yeah, 37 points is that's 20 points more than you're used to be you're, you're used to giving up. And that's if, you, that's if you give them zero points after the interceptions, which they would have scored one of the right. two times, for sure. Yep. So, the, just, it, was, it, was a, it was a game that TCU understood and controlled, for sure. The national championship is at 62.5. For some reason, after watching those two semifinal games, I think it goes under. It should go over, but you would think it should go over because Georgia might score wow. fifty by themselves. You think they can? Yeah, Michael. Do you? Let me ask you this. I asked Coach this earlier. It's a 12, 12 point line. I think it is now. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is more likely? Is it twelve? No, I thought it was a. Thir- I thought it thirteen five. It was thirteen. It's down at well. It's down at twelve at Oaklawn. There's obviously a okay. SEC bias here generally, so I'm surprised the money's moving towards TCU. But the. Um, do you think it's more likely that Georgia wins by 17-plus or that TCU finds a way to win the game outright? Oh, that's, man, that, oh, that's a hard question. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. 
I think it's more likely that Georgia wins by the three scores that you mentioned. Okay, that's what Coach said. But you guys are in good company. I think TCU. I think if TCU goes back into the lab and checks out this Ohio State footage, I think they're going to try to duplicate a lot of the things that Ohio State does, and then they're going to they're going to show up to Georgia. They're going to show up and ask Georgia, "What can you do about this?" Can Duggan be Stroud? That's what I was going to ask, Michael. Would you take for this game as your quarterback? If God waved a magic wand and said you could have either quarterback, would you take Stroud with TCU's team, or Doug, if you could take the emotion out of it from the other players losing their guy, which one would you take at quarterback in this game? Would I take Stroud and TCU's team? Well, no. Would you? Would you? Which quarterback would you take? If you, I mean, you you got TCU's team, yeah. Which quarterback would you take? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm taking Stroud all day. I think. In the playoff, I think Stroud was the best quarterback that was in that 14 playoff. Um, but I think Doug, there's a thing with Duggan that he's just got this. And he did not play well on Saturday. He didn't. Well, his numbers looked a little worse because he got the pick where he threw it and hit the guy in, you know, in the those armpit and it bounced up. You know. They weren't his fault. Yeah. Those, those interceptions were not his fault. I don't think they were. But I'm looking more at the accuracy of the completion. He didn't complete any ball down the field, really. He completed most everything shallow. But, and I think Stroud, I think Stroud's quarterback too. I think Bryce Young's quarterback one when it comes to the NFL draft. But, man, it's really hard. And I guess I go back to the Big 12 championship game. And, obviously, Aker, I know you, you, you watched that game with intent because I know you're, you're a Big 12 guy, but, like, the grit, the heart, like, and I hate all these words because they're not like tangible things. And but we watched it on the field. This is a guy that's pouring blood out of his arm and yeah. still finding a way to win. And I don't know that we've seen that out of most of the. I don't know that we. I think that was the best performance that we saw all season. I just really like the the comeback story kind of yeah. of TCU because everybody I think from midseason on expected Georgia to be in the national in the national end game right nobody expected tcu especially to potentially go undefeated first year coach you know yeah Yeah, first year coach max duggan and what this team's been yeah Yeah. exactly small you know christian school from you know outside fort worth and you know what this team's been able to do and you know it's kind of it's a great story there's no question story you know being at sofi in la and you know, people are are going to expect, like you like you guys said, Georgia to just tromp all over this school. And I I wouldn't be surprised if if we do see them, you know, kind of be right there on on that big national stage. They are the great intangible, Michael. Right? I mean, that's that's kind of their whole thing. Like, yeah. it's not about the, the it's, they're greater than the sum of their parts, and they've got some good parts for sure. They've got talented dudes. Let's not kid kid ourselves. But I mean, on paper, Georgia wins this game, and it shouldn't even be competitive. But that's not how that was, this works. If TCU's quarterback runs for more than eighty yards, I think they win. And if I was that's, him, yeah, I would run. I, I would run it all day. A lot of times, people. That's, and that's, that's the way that I look at. That's the and that's the way that I look at a lot of this stuff. If then, if Max Duggan runs for eighty yards, you're going to win because that means that you're also going to have to your safety sucked up, and you're going to he's going to yeah. hit Quentin Johnson or Savion Williams. And by the way, we didn't even talk about Savion. Savion did not have a good game. He was almost a non-factor in that game against Michigan. So, to me, I I see these elements where they can continue to expand. And if we get a healthy Kendra Miller, I think that's important as well. So, we'll see what happens. Seeing Georgia 
I've, I've done so many radio spots and done so much like TV where people are just like, can anyone give Georgia a game? Georgia's unbeatable. And Ohio State kind of pulling back a layer of that onion, I mean, why not us? Why not now? It's mm-hmm. probably what you got to be thinking if you're TCU. Coach doesn't think Darnell Washington's injury is not uh, It's not going to be a big deal. He also thinks he's going to play. Smart has said it's a soft tissue contusion and strain, does not require surgery, and it's not a traditional ankle injury, he said. So what do you think? Do you think he's playing, and how much does it impact you if he doesn't? If he can go, that's fantastic. I do think it matters. I think it completely changes the complexion of this offense. Um, they had this really cool trio with Brock Bowers, Darnell Washington, and then Broderick Jones. And to lose that, it means you lose a little bit of your power. And we saw that was the second quarter, the, the Kenny McIntosh touchdown. They had been trying to run that way, and they couldn't run that way. So what did they do? They, they flexed out Kenny McIntosh. They got Brock Bowers over. They got Donald Washington was over there, and they were able to run a screen to get plays. And then when Donald Washington goes out, what do they do? They have to create another way for that trio to create space. And they don't have a trio, so they set up um, Brock Bowers to the right side. They have their other tight end to the left, and then they motion Bowers over. They run, and they catch Ohio State and Tampa, too. Uh, Eichenberg can't run with the guy they have, but this is something completely different than what they've done when they had Darnell Washington in as the extra blocker. When they had those three, those three guys as a blocking scheme, whether it's flexed out or it is in phase, like they are amazing. And to not have him, they had to really switch up what they do. And I think not having him, obviously they're going to have a week to work on it, but not having him is a that's a big deal. You know what he's got. You know what a contusion is, right? Mm-hmm. It's a bruise. Bruce. Bruce. I mean, are you kidding me? He's I like the fancy playing. words. Uh, all right, Michael, we got to run. I appreciate you again. Happy New Year. Uh, I will be in Charlotte on the 11th and 12th. I'm coming, Michael, and Hell's coming with me. So that's ominous. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Michael and I. Are, great movie. Looking forward to hanging out with Michael. Uh, I'm hoping I get an invite Watch for dinner. Can't wait to see you. All right. Take it easy. See that? I love that. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Thank you.